Before we jump into today's show, I just wanted to let you know that I have got a brand new three-part audio series available to download right now. If you head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio, that's all one word, no spaces, you can download your How to Build Your Authority with Podcasting audio series. This is going to address guesting and hosting, so if you're interested in either of those and you want to know how to build your authority, head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio. The link will be in the show notes. Today, we are talking about building business connections. Let's go. You're listening to The Wedding Procast UK, the place to be if you are a UK wedding professional looking to grow and streamline your business. I'm your host, Donna Eid, 10-year wedding photography veteran and CEO at the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors. If you want to grow and streamline your business, this is the podcast for you. Make sure you hit subscribe where you listen or join our email list at www.spwv.co.uk. You'll find the sign-up form at the bottom of every episode and by doing so you won't miss a thing. So let's jump into today's show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Absolutely lovely to have you here with me today for this episode. If you haven't yet, please do consider subscribing to the podcast where you listen um, so that you don't miss a future episode. So today we are talking about building business connections. This is the third part of our startup series. So I will link episode 115 and 116 in the show notes for you. That was our episode with Lucille Roach, the business startup coach, and the episode that I did last week on research, which is key to starting your business. Today, we are going to be talking about building your business connections. So having a support network is so important. Today, we're going to talk about how to connect and why you need it, how you find those people and how you build those connections. So why do we need connections? You know, I am, you know, I'm a sensible person. I, you know, know what I want. I can, you know, handle all this stuff. I've been a manager. I've done this. I've done that. I can run a business. I don't need anybody's help. Yep. We've all been there. Um, But the truth of the matter is that everything, when you think about it, is community. When you think about it, a family is a community. You know, we look at our friendship groups, that's a community. We have communities around us all the time. And if you have ever had a child, you may have heard people say, it takes a village to bring up a child. And it is so true because even though you are the mum and dad um, or the mum and mum or the dad and dad, you still need help from people outside because there are things that you just, one, don't know the answers to because although our children think that we know everything, we don't. They also think they know everything when they get to a certain age, but that's a different matter. 
But we need help from other people who have been there and done it. We need help from people um, so that we can manage our time. You know, more parents are both working parents these days. So you need childcare and that comes in the form of paid help or family help. Um, So there is a community around everything that we do. So why is it that people in business seem to think that they, they can just put their blinkers on and do it all by themselves? It's crazy. And we are so reluctant to ask for help. Um, and I think especially when you're starting your own business, you feel like asking for help is a sign of weakness or, you know, the opening for people around you who don't believe in you to say, see, I told you you couldn't do it. Um, And we really need to get out of that mentality. Just move that away. Family mean well, they do. But if they are regular nine to fivers, they cannot understand what it is like to run your own business. And not only that, but some family members won't be supportive and they'll be like, oh, what is it you're doing again? Or, you know, um, is that even really a job? You know, they get these ideas in their head of what it means to work in this world. And if it is different to their thoughts and opinions on that, then they say things that although they may not be meaning them meanly, they come across as an attack on what you're doing. So it is really important for us to be able to go out there and find people who understand what we're trying to do um, and can help us when we need it because family is not necessarily the place that you're going to find that kind of support. There are obviously lots of family out there that do support people in their businesses are right behind them and are like, yes, I will I will work the long hours so you can um, leave work and start this business and I will do overtime for the next six, six months to get you started or whatever it is. You will have people like that in your life as well, I'm sure, but they still can't understand the stresses that you go through or the complications or the questions that you have, they're not going to be able to answer them for you because they're not in that situation. So it's really important to find a community of like-minded people who can understand and can help you out when you need it. It's a really good idea to find a connection with people who are in business also people who are in your industry. So if you are in the wedding industry, it is great to connect with other wedding vendors. Really, really good idea. They obviously know firsthand what it's like to work in the industry. They know the stresses and strains that it takes because, as I have said a million times before, the pressure on a wedding is so much different to anything else because there is this once one and done. You know, it is that one chance to get it right. And it does create a lot of pressure. So people in your industry will understand those pressures and understand where you're coming from. But it is also important to have business connections with people who work for themselves in other industries, you know, because they have a different perspective. Um, And it is very easy 
in your industry to put your blinkers on and say, this is what we do in this industry and kind of ignore everything else or not even know it's there. You know, one of my business connections, one of my friends, Carly, who has been on this podcast before, she has said, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And her business is helping other people find systems within their own businesses that can make things easier for them. You know, automating certain things, booking systems and things like that, that people, you know, you just don't know what you don't know. So having people that are in business but work in other areas can really open up a whole new perspective for you. And, you know, with everything, you take everything as it's meant. It's something that's a piece of advice. You can take it or leave it, take bits of it, leave bits of it. You know, it's what appeals to you the most and what's going to work for you the most that you take away from these conversations you have with people. But nobody is going to be 100% right when it comes to your business because it's your business and you need to do it your way. But there is definitely a benefit to having people outside the industry that you can call on when you're having a hard time or you're not sure about something. And there is definitely an advantage to having people within the industry that you can connect with like that. So how do you find these communities? Well, as I mentioned last week, I run a community online for business women. So that is one way you can connect um, is to find groups like mine. If you are interested in coming along to a Business Women Unlimited meeting, then you can find a link for that in the show notes. Um, I would love to have you come along and be part of it. It is a great way of connecting with women in business. We do not exclude men. So if you are a man, don't think that you can't come along. We are predominantly women. I think we have three or four men that have been and come on a regular basis over the years, but it is predominantly women. But there are other groups out there um, that you can join that you can network with people that are in different businesses as well. And then there are industry specific networking groups. So you could find a wedding vendor networking group in your area. You can also find groups online. So Facebook is full of communities. All the groups on Facebook, those are all communities. So head over to Facebook, look at what it is that you're doing in your industry and go and find a group of like-minded people. Connect with them, talk with them. You will find that in that respect, you will probably find people that are outside the country that are doing what you're doing. So that is an added perspective. So not only have you got people inside your country that kind of know how things work here, that can give you ideas and thoughts on um, business outside of your industry, you've got people that are working inside your industry that could be in America or Australia or some of the European countries or, you know, anywhere in the world. And they can say, oh, well, over here, we do it this way, which, you know, sometimes might not apply, but could be a completely different way of looking at something. So it is a great way of connecting with other people that do what you do that aren't necessarily on your doorstep. I would highly advocate 
meeting people in person. Have one-to-ones with them. You can do that online as well. That's not a problem. But I think there is great value in meeting somebody in person, which leads me on to the final point of today's show, which is building your community. And I think that meeting somebody in person and having that in-person connection is really important for building that friendship base. I think it is really nothing can replace it. You know, online is great. It has opened up the world to us and we can have friends in other countries. And I have a very, very good friend who lives in another country who I would not have met had it not been for a community I was part of. We connected, we got on Zoom and we talk almost every week without fail. And I absolutely love her to bits, but we have never met in person. But I think it's because we align so much on what we're doing and we're so supportive of each other that that connection was instant. It's there. So you can build really strong connections online, but there is definitely an advantage to having that in person, somebody who you can literally pop around to and have a cup of tea and say, oh, this isn't working. You know, what do you think? Um, is a really handy thing to have as well. So definitely create some balance there of um, online and in-person connections so that you just have that rounded community around you. Make sure you follow up. So at networking meetings, you will find people will say book one-to-ones with each other. A lot of people don't do this it is really where the magic source happens. So you could connect with somebody in a networking meeting, have a little chat with them and then go on your merry way and never talk to that person again. But if you were to connect and say, hey, let's meet up for a coffee or let's do a Zoom meeting or whatever it is and have that deeper conversation about your businesses and what you're both trying to achieve, you could really open up doorways. So One of the things that I didn't understand when I first started in networking was the idea that it's not about the person you're speaking to, it's about their network. And it's about connecting with somebody and building a friendship, um, building that relationship with them so that when they are next talking to their friend who needs a photographer, they're like, oh my gosh, Donna does photography, I should introduce you so that you're top of mind. That's how we get those word of mouth referrals. So it's not about whether the person you're speaking to is going to buy your product or service. It's about whether they're going to be able to recommend you to their friends, you know? So don't think of it as like, oh, they're not engaged. They're not getting married. So they're not going to need my services. There's no point in me talking to them. Absolutely the wrong way to go about it. Talk to everybody. And you will find that there are people you talk to and you don't connect with them. And that is absolutely fine. You don't have to keep up relationships with every single person, but you want to try and build yourself a nice core network of people who you do consider friends, that you are friendly with, that you check in on, you send them a text out of the blue and say, how are you doing? That you build that relationship because when they're next talking to somebody who is engaged, you're going to be top of mind over, you know, one, maybe them not knowing anyone at all. So them not being able to help their friend out at all, um, or them recommending somebody else over you. So, you know, it is important 
to follow up with people. Like the the gravy is in the follow up. It really is. You know, you can do the meat and potatoes when you're at a meeting and get to know people and know what they do. But the gravy, the good stuff, the the way you build those word of mouth recommendations is about building relationships with those people. So definitely, you know, communicate, book in one-to-ones, have it set up. You know, a lot of people have systems in place to help them with this. I am somebody who needs to get a system in place to help me with this because I am what I call a terrible friend. Um, I am somebody who just, you know, is in my bubble a lot of the time and I don't often think outside of that bubble. And I often find myself thinking, oh my God, it's been months since I spoke to so-and-so, I should send them a message. And then I get distracted and I don't do it. So it's, it's easy in this world of, you know, everything's got to be done yesterday and, you know, we've got big, important family things that we need to think about and budgets that we're trying to balance and all of that to forget about relationship building. But it doesn't matter if you use a system to help you as long as the connections are genuine. You know, don't just message somebody some sort of canned message that you're sending out to everybody just to touch base you know don't ever send messages to like 20 people saying hey just wanted to touch base how you doing you know it's that's disingenuous but you know if you um put it in your diary that you connect with somebody every couple of months or whatever it is however you set it up then when it comes to that you know think about that person what have you seen on their social lately you know what what happened in the last networking meeting you were both at you know touch base with them with something genuine show that you actually care and it can be as simple as you know oh I saw that post you put on Facebook I thought it was really funny how you're doing made me think I needed to reach out to you whatever you don't have to force it oftentimes what you would do if you just thought oh my goodness I haven't sent this person a message I should do that is exactly the sort of thing that you need to send when your system responds to you and says hey you haven't spoken to this person in ages reach out to them so definitely there are systems that can help and I think when you are first starting it can be really handy to have those systems in place to get you started with building that network and then once you've kind of got your core set of people that you really gel with and you um, are enjoying their company and enjoying the conversation and liking the business that they're building and you've got those kind of people around you then you can kind of maybe lighten up on it a little bit you still need to be building new connections all the time building new connections but you can there are different levels of connections and you can decide when it's time to up the ante a little bit more um, and build stronger connections with people but I would say it is definitely where the gravy is and I was blown away um, by the simplicity of it when I realised that, you know, that don't ever write somebody off because you think that they're not going to want what you're selling um, or that you don't want what they're selling because you don't know who you know 
that they might need to talk to and vice versa. So today we have talked about building your business community, finding your cheerleaders in there, um, finding your find your no-nonsense people, you know, the people that are going to tell you as it is. Um, I had that very early on in my business, somebody who told me very, very clearly what it is. I'm not somebody who takes criticism very easily. I don't like being told off or told what to do. So I was very over and, you know, I I didn't take it too well. I mean, I took it on the chin when we were talking and then I kind of sat with it and I knew that it was a me problem, um, not what they said and that I really needed to look at it as constructive criticism and deal with it rather than that she was personally attacking me, which she of course wasn't doing. Um, But that was something I had to work on myself. But you need those people. You need those people that will turn around and say, you know, that's not going to work or that is completely off the charts. It's Those people are important to your business, but make sure that they are constructive people, that they're not just doing it because they're belittling you or um, making you feel less than those people you don't need in your life. So definitely look at building your community, find your cheerleaders, find your no-nonsense people, network and build your tribe. So that is it for this week, guys. Um, We are continuing the series next week. As I have said last week, and I will say it again, should have said it at the beginning, even if you are not new to business, building your network is really important. And if you haven't built your network or your network has maybe got a little stale, um, it might be time to shake things up a little bit. So definitely go back to the beginning. Um, if you've listened all the way to the end, um, listen in again and start building those communities, guys. And I will see you in the next one. Bye for now. Don't forget to hit those stars and leave a review of the podcast where you listen if you found value in what you heard today. It's a free way you can help the podcast reach more people just like you.